Welcome to Pose Radio, the podcast that is dedicated to sharing insights, wisdom and actionable advice to help inspire female entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Chloe, and I'm on a journey of growth as a female entrepreneur myself. I am dedicated to contributing and sharing all that I learn along the way to this incredible female entrepreneurship community. Each week, I will be chatting to a range of inspirational female entrepreneurs and asking them to share their stories so that you can apply the wisdom and insights from their experience directly to your own business and make your entrepreneurial dreams a reality. In the words of Serena Williams, every woman's success should be an inspiration to another. We're strongest when we cheer each other on. This is the philosophy of Pose Radio. So join this community today for your weekly dose of female entrepreneurship, inspiration, motivation and empowerment. Thanks for listening today. We're so glad to have you here. Today, I'm super excited to welcome another fantastic guest, Christy, to Pose Radio. This amazing, multi-passionate female entrepreneur is the founder of Style Rabbit, the successful UK-based fashion blog, the social media management company, Rabbit Social, and co-founder of vintage clothing brand, Christossi. Today, we are going to dive deep into Christy's entrepreneurial experience, and she is going to share with us how her background has helped to define the businesswoman she is today. For anyone wanting to work within the world of fashion or marketing, Christy's story will help to inspire you to chase your dreams and believe that you really can succeed as a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Welcome to the show, Christy. I'm so happy to have you here today. So I thought I'd just kick off today and I thought it would just be nice if you just give the Pose Radio listeners a little bit of insight into the businesses that you're currently running. Uh, I guess we'll start at the beginning. So the yes. first thing I started was Style Rabbit, which mm-hmm. is a fashion blog. Uh, it's more of like a personal style blog. Mm-hmm. So I was just sharing like outfit ideas, things that I was buying. Um, and that helped me to get a job in fashion, basically. Mm-hmm. So When did you start that, Christy? Just so we've got a little timeline. I went to uni uh, 2012 to 2014, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I started my blog as I left uni so around 2014 um, and then started working as an intern like right at the bottom Um, but loads of people were saying like if you can show that you can do this on your own Mm -hmm. like you're more likely to get a job so that's why I was like okay I'm gonna do it but it just became such a cool hobby I've met so many (laughs) friends like on Instagram that yeah it just kind of I just kept it going even when I had a job because I was like it's just really really good fun yeah passion project last two years I was working for a hair extension company running all their social media accounts um mm-hmm. so it was nice it was like a bit different from fashion February was like it just felt like the right time for me to go freelance mm. so I, I love that I think sometimes you're just like it's now or never kind of thing what was the pivotal moment where you decided yeah, let's do this to be honest with you I had a breakup okay. and um we were living together and then we weren't living together and mm-hmm. I was just like I basically have no responsibility when you're with someone you have a house all of that kind of thing yeah you have you kind of need that regular income now that I'm on my own I can like take that risk and I was mm. probably like this is maybe my window of opportunity like to go for it yeah so I was like let's just go for it let's just like see what happens 
Did you do think, a uni out of interest as well? I did fashion. My final collection was so bad. I'm not a designer. <laughs> I love Definitely. that you did design though. That's bold. That was brave. That was what I wanted to do yeah. secretly, but was really? too scared to do. Yeah, yeah. What did you do? <laughs> I did fashion journalism. What did you do for your final design presentation? What was the theme? So a mix between Folies Bergère, which is like these dancers in Paris. Mm-hmm. And they have these really elaborate costumes. And then I mixed this with like tailoring, but I changed all the embroidery to nuts and bolts. So it was just this very bizarre collection of like <laughs> really glam coats and like bodysuits, like covered in washes and nuts and bolts and stuff that I had sprayed gold. And then this was mixed with like feathers and all sorts of weird stuff. I don't know. You know, when you look back and you're just like, what were you thinking? But. <laughs> I love the sound of it though (laughs) love an embellishment how did you end up in marketing what was it that made you think actually I'm going to go down the marketing route or the social media route so I ended up uh going to Motel Rocks in Bristol okay um and their office there it was there was only like one designer there the rest of the designers were in London and it was all the marketing team social media content photography like all of that kind of side of the business yeah they had internships there and one of them was in social media and because I kind of started my blog I was like I'll give it a go and I'll see and then working with them I think that's when I was like yeah this is what I want to do this is cool yeah yeah I do feel like sometimes we are guided whether consciously or subconsciously we do end up in things that work out right for us for whatever reason 100% it's I weird think, looking back, isn't it? Because you don't realise it at the time. And then looking back now, you're like, oh, I think I was meant to do this. <laughs> so true. I think as well, it's like, don't be too set in your mind. Like, especially yes. at that age, like, what, 21 or 22, something like that. Just try everything. Just go for it. See yeah. what happens. I do feel like sometimes, I don't know if you agree with me, but that's where the education system can let us down here in the UK. Just because I think they're so, I mean, I know the college I went to was so set on making us choose what we wanted to do for the rest of our lives. And it was almost felt like I was signing my life away to whatever I chose. And at the time, I mean, I was 18, like going out partying all the time. Like I wasn't in a state to make a decision like that. (laughs) Like give me a break. You know, like it's crazy to look back. So I completely agree with you. I think you've just got to keep an open mind. Even if you think you've chosen a particular path, you never know what's going to come up for you. You never know. I have so many friends as well that are in like their 30s, their 40s, and they're like, I'm just going to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's how you should be, I think. Like, if you're not enjoying something. I mean, yeah. work is such like a massive part of your life. You oh, work so much that it's like, you really don't want to give away all that time unless you're loving it like something that you really enjoy yeah I think that's something that a lot of people especially sort of like millennial age people really suffer with now I just know so many people that are really unhappy in their jobs and it makes me so sad because I think we've almost become conditioned to expect yeah I agree is awful really when you think about it Mm -hmm. but that's why I love speaking to people like you who have pursued your passions and I think you'll really inspire everyone that's listening so it's gonna be amazing (laughs) um oh bless you um how did you have you got any tips for how you get an internship because I know they're so coveted like they're so hard to get and there's always a lot of talk about what's the best way to try and get an internship have you got any tips for that uh when I was at uni there was loads of crazy stories of people like sending cakes and sending like their cv on balloons and like there was all these like people were doing like loads of weird stuff but 
I always just the more people you contact the better yeah like just relentlessly pursue everyone mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people think it's hard but the hard thing actually is just putting yourself out there because yes. you've got to be that person and even when I was at uni in my first year we just started and they were like you have to get to London Fashion Week mm. and you have to get in somehow so you have to intern you have to make contacts you have to do something but that was like a graded project wow so (laughs) so you just pick up the phone and you just call everyone and I think once you get past that like fear once you've done it once you're just like I'll just do it and you just go for it but yeah I think if you really want something it's worth it like it's worth just putting that time in and I think as well people can tell when you're passionate about it you said something that's really funny that come up in one of my previous podcast episodes about picking up the phone I feel mm-hmm. like that is such an underutilized thing like pick up the phone yeah. and actually speak to someone because they will remember you so much more than receiving an email of which 100%. they probably receive hundreds a day like yeah it makes all the difference I think as well it's it's like it's nicer mm, I think once personal. you get over that fear of like chat just like chatting to someone because we're mm. all people at the end of the day, you know, we're all just like normal people. Mm-hmm. So I think once you get over that, it's so much nicer and nothing can get kind of lost in translation either. Yes, definitely. Which is, is so much better. Yeah, and it can sometimes happen with an email. As much as mm-hmm. we try to stop it from happening, it can sometimes happen. But I definitely think if you do want to get your foot in the door at an internship, then picking up the phone is such a great way to go. 100%. Um, so changing course slightly here, but have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What was your earliest memory of like thinking to yourself, yeah, I, I have an entrepreneurial spirit about me? Uh, I think I've always, always, always spoken about it. And then yeah. when I was in my early teens, I found eBay. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that <laughs> was like eBay. my first kind of entrepreneurial little venture I just used to sell my old clothes on eBay Mm -hmm. and then when I was about 14 or 15 maybe there was this place in Cardiff who used to do like sales and you could take Mm -hmm. your old like old clothes or vintage clothes and there'd be like loads of pop-up shops Mm -hmm. so I started a vintage brand then oh my goodness that's crazy so like it was awful it was shockingly awful <laughs> I think it was called like Bonjour Sally which is like the most horrific name ever but, like I was very very young and um I remember my friend's mom saying to me like it's really cool but all your clothes are really ugly <laughs> oh like, no oh my god but like I was always trying like I, I think it's taken me a while to like figure out you know but I think that's like the journey I, I think as well like that's how you learn isn't it you don't if you don't try you will never learn you have to learn by doing that's the main way of doing it I love that you did that though. that's so amazing I think as well though both so both my grandparents work for themselves ah, so I kind good. of grew up seeing that like freedom and that just being able to take control of what you're doing and your work and how far you can push things write your goals yes. every day in your diary like you really have to be on it especially for me because I have clients yes it's like I know I've got to get this content done for them by a certain date I've got to do this so yeah 
it's tricky but I think some people love working from home and some people hate it like yeah it's what is how you work best isn't it do you have any tools or anything that you use to help keep your sort of like diary management ticking over and things um I try and plan out my clients content Mm -hmm. so I work a month in advance Mm -hmm. every month um and then if I know I've got one client that's a bit busier or if I know I've got a busy week I'll Mm -hmm. work even further ahead if that makes sense yes yeah so it's just like constantly thinking ahead and managing your time yeah you've got to be super organized yeah it's hard I'm not the most organized person but I'm trying it's hard isn't it I think it is very difficult if you're quite creatively minded to also be organized it's a bit more of a challenge sometimes I think Mm -hmm. I think creative people are like less is that true yeah something like that yeah yeah something like that (laughs) I'm rubbish with stuff like do you know what I'm so bad for trying to quote things as well I was trying to quote something earlier today and I think I completely messed the quote up by the end of it I was like do you know what let's scrap that I don't think that was true what I just said but I I did have a point behind it but I've forgotten what it was at this point so (laughs) it's so funny going back as well to COVID have you found that Mm -hmm. that's impacted your businesses at all or uh yes and no um Mm -hmm. So I did lose a client at the start um, because she couldn't continue trading, which mm-hmm. is a shame. Oh, um, yeah. She's hoping to come back and she's hoping to kind of build her business back. But mm-hmm. that was tricky. But I actually got more work during this time. Wow. It was just, I think it was towards the middle of April everything just went crazy I don't Mm -hmm. know why (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think it was because there were a lot of businesses that were like okay I need to move everything online yes I've noticed a shift in that as well massively so there was I had loads of people contact me about setting up Instagram shopping Mm -hmm. helping them with a strategy to sell their products on Instagram just Mm -hmm. a lot of kind of people there seemed to be a shift at that time like okay I think the panic was over and it was like right we've got a problem solving mode almost yeah and then I've actually ended up picking up my biggest client ever during this time oh wow well done congratulations that's amazing but I think could be just because of the nature of what my business is I'm Mm. really 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 lucky because I know a lot of people in my co-working space that have businesses that require like face-to-face yes yeah like it's so hard so I I do feel really 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 lucky yeah it is a difficult time for everyone I think sometimes for me like I just love hearing stories of where people have done well during this time because it just gives me a bit of hope and a bit of faith that everything is still ticking along in the world you know yeah I think it's something that I was listening to loads of podcasts Oh, I love a good podcast. Love it. As you can probably tell. Because I was like, I think it's good to just get loads of advice because then you can pass that on and be like, okay, or or I can use it to like help the people that I work for. But what they were, a lot of them were saying like, okay, so personal trainers, for example, who can do online courses now, they were like, there's nothing stopping you from still doing that after this. So it's just like, adding another income stream to your business yes I've seen a lot of that yeah and and I was like that's a good a good way to think 
Yeah, definitely. And I think what's so interesting, I've seen so many innovative things as well come out of this situation. I think out of just pure need, really, where people have had to do it. Like a lot of the local restaurants near me, um, that perhaps just literally have the one restaurant, I know they've started doing sort of special deliveries and they've started catering to little events and stuff like that. Like they've really pivoted and they seem to be doing so well. And it's so nice to see. So good. Yeah, it gives a bit of hope to everyone, doesn't it? I think... um, Especially because, I don't know about you, but if you ever tune... I've had to stop a little bit with how much I consume, but if you ever tune Mm -hmm. into the news, like the mainstream news, it can just feel so negative sometimes, especially at the moment. Really negative. Yeah, and when you're trying to run your own business and sort of keeping that positive mindset, it's so difficult when you're listening to that. So I think an uplifting podcast is definitely the way to go. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Particularly this one, if anyone will be kind (laughs) enough to give it a listen. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I thought I'd move on. We haven't really touched on it too much, but I know obviously you've co-founded your vintage clothing brand. So I thought we'd just touch on that a little bit. And if you wouldn't mind giving us a bit more info on that and how is it working and co-founding a brand versus obviously your marketing agency, which you're running yourself, like what's the differences between them? Um, So Christophe Vintage, I founded with my best friend. Um, Mm -hmm. We had been talking about founding a brand since we were teenagers, literally. Uh, for so long and I think we just were thinking like okay let's create something together because we've always thought about this Um, Mm -hmm. we both are fashion but I think now more than ever we really want to do something sustainable so we were like let's show people great vintage and Mm -hmm. we're both just really passionate about vintage I mean my wardrobe's always been full of vintage Mm -hmm. it's just like such a passion we both love it so we were like let's try and source vintage and like create our own brand and kind of this community around vintage clothes mm. but then we were thinking it would be cool to travel with the brand mm-hmm. and do a collection in different cities so we started the brand in March in Germany mm-hmm. um, a week before covid really hit and everything shut down Mm. um so we did a collection there managed to get some cool pictures luckily uh and get the website up um but since then i mean we haven't really been able to do anything since so covid as much as my other business hasn't been affected yes christosy vintage was really affected because it was tricky for us to get clothes. People weren't moving things around so much and even trying to get stock on the internet was tricky. But yeah. um, we, two weeks ago, moved to Belfast. Yes, um, I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Looks amazing. Yeah, Are you there now? Are you... Yes. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God, amazing. So I think we're going to stay here for a while. We've got a really, really good supply here. Mm-hmm. Um, my business partner's family's here, so... Oh, nice. It's just, yeah, we're hoping we can get going again. We're shooting all week next week. So oh, wow. Is it a full week? Yeah, we bought a lot of clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was yeah, just... I, do you know what I saw in your stories? I was like having warehouse envy. I was like, this looks amazing. <laughs> it looks like my idea of heaven. <laughs> looks it's so really good. Nice. As well, I don't know if you've seen it, but I watched that Inside Misguided show. Oh, I watched that the other day as well. <laughs> What did you think of it? I was inspired in the sense that I was like, I want to do something good. Like a brand that really 
supports sustainability and shares a good message. Yeah. Cause I, I think that's like, so important, isn't it? The message behind the brand. For me, I mean, I, I don't know if you feel the same, but at uni, they always taught us about like the greats, the great pattern cutters, the mm. people that really revolutionized the fashion industry and great fabrics and just, there was such a craftsman like craftsmanship yeah. behind it. Yeah, and just watching things like Inside Misguided, I'm like, there's there's no craft. Like it's kind of killing this craft in a way. Yeah, I completely agree. So I just feel like I want with this brand, I really want to try and shine a light on like the craft of fashion and like the great pieces made by designers, even though it was a long time ago. Like there's something to be cherished and Yeah, definitely. I love this. I can really sense your passion for it as well. It's amazing. How is it working, obviously, with your best friend as a as a co-founder of the brand? How does that play out? Uh, it's tricky. We're with each other literally all the time. Yeah. Um, so it is tricky. And we're obviously, we both have sef- separate businesses. So this mm-hmm. is kind of like a passion project side hustle. Yeah. Um, but it's also a lot of work. Yeah. So I think for us it's just like delegating like you just have to be like okay this is these are your tasks these are my tasks yeah um, but we've actually set up a calendar on our phones so we put our own work schedule in it and then we put the Christophe schedule in it so it's kind of like we map out that time that we're going to give yeah. and we write down the tasks that we're both going to do and the dates that we're going to do them because I that's think that's just it's just the easiest way to be like we're both held accountable and we both know what's happening all the time yeah so I think that's the easiest but yeah that's such a good idea I bet that's an absolute monster of a spreadsheet or a monster of a calendar yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep that up to date I know I looked at next week actually this morning and I was like oh my god when you see it all written down you're like I can't do this <laughs> <laughs> some 5 a.m starts might be on the cards yeah <laughs> oh that sounds amazing though it's so nice yeah. that you've had experience both working sort of by yourself as a solo entrepreneur and also as a co-founder as well yeah I think the biggest thing is just communication yes yeah and just having open dialogue and just being a, I think that's the good thing about us being friends is that like there's no filter <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can just yeah. be like I love this or I hate this like it either way that's but, good though isn't it because it helps you make make decisions otherwise I feel like if you were trying to people please as well as make a decision you could be going around the houses yeah 100 percent. I think it's, like if you're going to choose a business partner just make sure because I've got so I know so many people with horror stories mm-hmm. that I'm just like just make sure that their values align with your values yes and you have the same end goal and then it's easy yeah that's so true I know you do hear horror stories sometimes don't you like (laughs) a little bit but it sounds like you guys are doing amazing together and I can see from the brand it's looking so strong so I think it's going to do absolutely amazing I feel Um, like it's it's so nice for you to say because I feel like at the moment they're like baby brands no they're they're doing so amazing do you know what I think it's so inspiring I think so many people sit on the fence wanting to do things and no one ever actually gets anything done and it's so nice to see you like I love it when you're adding things to your Instagram I'm always looking at your bar and you've added another brand to it and I'm like this is what I want (laughs) to see like yes I love it and I think it's so good to be multi-passionate as well and to have different interests Mm -hmm. and be able to put your time into all of them and not have to cut yourself off from something 
Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's super inspiring. I feel like I'm really fangirling <laughs> you during this interview. Oh, no, it's nice. It's nice. Sometimes I'm like, is this good? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing. So we're changing tax slightly. I feel like I've bigged you up and now I'm going to ask you a more difficult question. Um, but what has been the biggest challenge so far as you're on your journey as an entrepreneur? Um, I think working on my own, actually. Mm. Just in the sense that, like, there's so much I don't know it's like constantly learning Mm. and you just have to it's just you so in my last job there was like a team of us yeah so you could be like can you help me with this can you help me with this but it Mm. is really hard especially doing this Instagram course there's a film there's pdfs graphic design uh just figuring out the programs to use I've got to get copyright I've got to get licenses and I'm like I don't have a clue about any of this stuff yeah are you right just to I I don't know how much you want to say or not say because I know it's not officially launched yet but Mm -hmm. are you right just to give a bit more info on what what's going on with the course just to Mm -hmm. help give people a bit of inspiration with that yeah of course so rabbit social is really geared towards inspiring female entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. so even though it's social media marketing company it's that's like the ethos behind the brand is that I really want to inspire women to start their own business. Mm -hmm. So the Instagram course is how to grow your business on Instagram. Amazing. So it goes through everything from your brand identity, setting up your page, creating content. There's like step-by-step tutorials on how to upload everything, use Mm -hmm. all the stickers on stories. Uh, And then there's scheduling and stats. So like scheduling your content and how to look at your insights. Um, and then there's a whole section on building your community, getting that really engaged audience. And then the last section is sales, setting up Instagram shopping so that you can make money from your Instagram account. This sounds amazing. I'll definitely link this in the show notes if the course has come up by the time this, this episode airs. Um... This will push me to do it. So let me like... Yeah, no, I think, do you know what? I think at the moment where, like we were saying earlier, where so many brands are now trying to get online, especially if they're more bricks Mm -hmm. and mortar before, I think this is what people are after at the moment. Like they want to be able to have the freedom to do things for themselves and learn to be able to do it for themselves. So I think this will be such an amazing time to launch. I'm even excited to watch it. It sounds amazing. (laughs) It's been been so tricky because I've, I think I did like three questionnaires and I just sent it to everyone I knew and was like, what do you need help with? Yeah. So I've just tried to include a tutorial for everything. So I hope yeah. that I've covered everything and it, it's inspiring and has enough in it that people can really like change their Instagram and, and grow their business. Yeah, I'm sure it would be amazing. When it, Do you know when you're launching at the moment or are you still sort of working on so, the launch date? The launch day is pushed back all the time. <laughs> I'm hoping that by the end of this kind of this month, ideally, mm-hmm. I think I've got a few videos left to edit and then it's kind of ready to go. So fingers amazing. crossed by the end of this month. That's I'll... so amazing. Have you done, like, did you know anyone that's done a course before? Have you just self-taught? Um, I know people who've done, not courses, but when... It's like a mentorship program. Mm-hmm. So you sign up and they give you tasks every week and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that they were really successful. And they 
follow people who've done online courses. Yeah. But no one personally. So have you ever done the online courses yourself? I have, yeah. And I kind of there's things about them that I like and things that I don't like. Yeah. So yeah. for this one I've kind of gone rogue and just and made a course how I would want it to be made. Oh amazing. Just from seeing so I kind of hope people share my opinion <laughs> yeah no definitely I oh, do you know what I would agree as well because I've done a few I won't name and shame what I've, what courses <laughs> I've done but um I have done a few and I did feel like with some of them as much as there were some real gems in there equally there was a few things I kind of come away from hoping to have learned and didn't and I was like yeah I feel like there's a bit of a gap there but that will be amazing it sounds like you've covered all the bases as well from the outline of what you said is going to be in the course so it sounds like so. it's going to be so good I think a lot of it is quite waffly sometimes Mm. so I was like I just want to cut that out like I've seen so many courses where the intro is just them introducing themselves yeah and I'm like I just sat here for 30 minutes listening to your life story (laughs) I could not agree more and I find as well sometimes with the intros people tell you everything they've achieved and as much as I'm like oh my goodness it's amazing nine times out of ten I already know what they've achieved because that's why I've invested in their course so I'm kind exactly. of like I know this about you like get to the good <laughs> stuff and you feel like you're kind of waiting and waiting for something good to come up and then before you know it, you're half an hour in and you're like I'm still on the intro <laughs> yeah 100% well I'm all for that less waffle the better <laughs> that's how, actually you wouldn't think that from the podcast because I don't feel like I go on a tangent but that is normally my philosophy in life <laughs> oh dear um where are we at so I was gonna also oh this is sort of I know your blog's a bit more of a passion project but what Mm -hmm. would you tell someone who was going to start out a blog in 2020 particularly fashion so this is I need to take my own advice um (laughs) but this is something I've been struggling recently is that I don't really have a niche with my Mm -hmm. blog or I'm not I don't really have a clear voice Mm. what I'm trying to share I think that's probably because it's like as and when I feel like sharing something yeah and it goes between outfit pictures but also just pictures of me like in my everyday life so there's Mm. no real clear direction and I feel like the bloggers that do really well have a really clear message so if it's fashion what fashion is it like are you sharing outfits every week outfit ideas styling Mm. ideas I think you just need to have a really clear vision and stick to it. Yeah, I completely I, agree. I think that works really well, not just with fashion blogging, but body positivity. Yes. Whatever your niche is, you've just got to be really clear who you are and what your purpose is on Instagram. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Do you feel like the market's changed a lot since when you first started out with your blog? 100%. Hmm. So Do you much. feel there's more opportunity now or less? Or uh, I think you really have to find your own lane. Yeah. And yeah. you really, I think that's why it's so important to niche down is because there's so many people out there that you yeah. kind of need to be like the expert in whatever you, your niche is yeah. to be able to stand out. That like you can't, back in the, when I started, you could kind of post everything. Like a lot of the bloggers were just posting like, their everyday life something they ate their cool outfit like it was a lot more relaxed Mm. whereas now I feel like it's like every picture has to be incredible yeah it has to be like you have to have such a clear style and a clear look and I think that's 
that's the key because there are girls that I know that are doing really well mm. that have started quite recently I I don't know if you follow Karis Brandon mm, it doesn't ring a bell I might do she's, she's got a style blog and it's just really great everyday outfit ideas mm. but she posts really regularly her pictures are really consistent and yeah. it's just really nice outfit ideas and she's doing so well so mm. she's kind of just like sticking to that yeah so I think that would be my so it's definitely doable it's just find your niche kind of thing mm-hmm. before you get going it is yeah. hard niching down isn't it especially when you've been going for a while yeah 100% so as a female entrepreneur who's running multiple businesses do you have any productivity productivity tips to share with the Pose Radio listeners? <laughs> uh, I think organisation is really, really key. Yes. And yeah. just for me, it's like the deadlines. Yeah. So just give yourself deadlines and be like, right, okay. Especially for client work, you just have to be like, right, this is the deadline. So I need to do this, this and this this week, mm-hmm. this and this this week. It's like constantly being one step ahead. Yes. Which I know is really tricky, but I think as well it's like utilizing your free time. Yeah. So say if you have a weekend and it's a really quiet weekend, mm-hmm. as hard as it is to, to give up that time to work, it's still yeah. worth it. Just work and get yourself ahead. And then once you're ahead, you're kind of constantly ahead, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, completely. And that's actually another interesting point. So would you sort of say that if you are going to go off on your own, perhaps be prepared for the fact that it's not going to be a normal nine to five? Oh, my God, 100%. It's a 24 hour. (laughs) I know. I couldn't agree more. I don't know about you, but have you ever sort of seen people on either YouTube or they've got podcasts or whatever, and they're saying like they work a couple of hours a day. And I'm like, how? Like, what what are you doing? Like, give me your secret. Because what? (laughs) I think not... maybe when you get to a level, you can outsource. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. But I'm like, when you first start, you can't afford to outsource anything. It's just yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, it's full on. It is. I think that is sort of a bit of a myth, an urban myth that kind of flies around the entrepreneurial world that, you know, mm-hmm. you'll get going and you'll actually be working less than you were in your corporate job. And I always think, hmm, I'm still waiting for that to happen for me. But mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe one day. <laughs> I think the nice thing about it, though, is if it was your corporate job, you'd be like, God, this is, you know, I don't want to do this. Yes. Because it's your thing and you love it. it, It's nice. Like, it's enjoyable. You're like, I want to give my time to this. Yeah. And it's it's worth it because you get the benefit. Yes. I think that is the difference, isn't it? It's like, it's your passion. So it's your passion that's fueling you to do overtime rather than a boss sort of breathing down your neck saying, oh, you've got to send this in by a certain deadline like it's for you 100% so it is a lot more exciting definitely um if you were to start a new business from scratch today is there any what sort of steps would you take to get it off the ground I think the most important thing is research Mm -hmm. I think it's just a lot of people skip that step and they say I have this great idea I'm just gonna run with it but I'm like you really 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 have to know your market yeah And you really, really have to know, like, look at your competitors, look at what people are interested in, because there needs to be a customer base. Yes. In order for you to to have a viable business. Mm -hmm. So I think you've just got to put the time in to research 
and really look at the market that you're trying to get into and fully understand it because yeah I think that's why a lot of businesses fail is that they haven't really thought about the customers they're kind of like I like this and I think it looks nice so but it's like you have to see it from the other point of view like who is buying this who is putting their money behind this yeah I I couldn't agree more I think as well it's something that you almost if you don't learn it now then you may have to learn it the hard way and Mm -hmm. I think if you are someone listening to this and you're thinking of starting your own business that is such a key piece of advice like really go and do your research before maybe taking the plunge and setting something up just because you don't want to waste time you don't want to waste resources money so you really need to know that what you're investing in is viable yeah I absolutely love well like look at the trend look at where things are going Mm -hmm. in the future because it might be something that's super popular now but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to have longevity. Yes. I think that's why we were so interested in the sustainable fashion mm-hmm. is because that seems to be where things are going and it seems to be that people are really waking up to kind of what they're purchasing and to the problems in the fashion industry. So we were like, we think that this is kind of where this industry is going. Mm. As much as we're passionate about it and we love it, it's like, we actually we think this has longevity because yeah. that, that seems to be what's happening yeah no I couldn't agree more I think that's definitely such a great approach and I think sometimes as entrepreneurs we can all get so passionate about certain things and mm-hmm. passion can only get you to a certain place and then eventually you will hit stumbling blocks if you haven't done your due diligence and sort of research this kind of stuff yeah 100%. so I think that is such a key takeaway for everyone. Um, so I hope everyone's taking notes at this point. <laughs> um, Chrissy, where do you see your businesses in five years' time? Do you have any sort of goals there or where do you hope to be in five years? So with Rabbit Social, mm-hmm. uh, I really, really want to focus on the online courses. Yep. Um, I just want to create easy-to-digest information that will really inspire people to kind of do the same thing that I'm doing now yeah I kind of hope that in five years time they'll be successful yeah um so that I can be like take the plunge and just do it and here are the resources to help you Mm -hmm. um I think as well it's quite nice to be able to share that with a lot of people yeah because with my clients I can share it with them but it's just one person so it's nice to be able to kind of share that knowledge but I really want with Rabbit Social for it to be kind of a platform for female entrepreneurship and Mm. to kind of just inspire people and to let them or allow them to create their own opportunities. Yeah. But um, with Christosi, this is going to sound ridiculous, but (laughs) we always say we want to be the sustainable ASOS. I love that. That's That's the goal that we have in our head is that when people... Now you think if I want an outfit, I go on ASOS. Yeah. That you would be like, I'm going to go on Christosi and it's good for the environment and they're great, you know, really well made. It's going to last me forever. This is an investment. So yeah. that's the goal. I love that. I absolutely <laughs> love that. And how about for the blog? Will you be carrying on with that into the future or is that something that you'll just sort of carry on for as long as it feels like it fits in with everything else you've got going on? Because I can imagine you're super busy. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment I'm a little bit lost with the blog mm. 
but um I have some ideas of posts that I want to do mm-hmm. but I think I need to take my own advice and really have a think what I'm doing with it what my niche is because I've had it for so like I've had my blog for six years now mm. so I've changed so much in that time like you do yeah. you too, and with it being so personal it's like it's it's hard to kind of see it from an outsider perspective yeah but I think that's something I want to do now especially once the course is finished and we've shot all these products and finished all the work I need to do <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> but things calm I, down a little bit yes I think I'm like I want to take a look at it and kind of not start again but like change the direction of what I'm posting and and go in a different direction maybe yeah I can't wait to see because I think you have such incredible fashion sense as well so I'm sure whatever direction you. you go in it will come out amazing I, I have absolutely so. no doubt um <laughs> so I thought we'd just finish off the interview with a question that I ask everyone that comes on the show so um firstly what advice would you give to all of the incredible women out there who have entrepreneurial dreams of their own but are too afraid to get started uh I would say just do it honestly mm. I think the one thing I hear more than anything is that I'm not ready or mm. I don't know enough about it or whatever. And it's like, you're, you're literally never going to. Yeah. I think you learn. So, I mean, I haven't learned as much as I have in the past six months ever because you just constantly have to pick up new skills and learn new things. And I think so many people say the same thing. They're like, I wish I did this years ago. Yeah. And I think if so many people say that, then you know that it's true. Yeah. But I think just, it depends on your circumstances though as well. Mm-hmm. So say if you want to do it and you don't have the freedom to be able to leave your job, just be like, I'm going to set aside this amount of time each week and stick to it and give it a go. Mm. And just make a conscious effort to try something because there's no harm in trying it you know Mm -hmm. like I always say if this doesn't work out or whatever I'll just get a job somewhere you know like yeah yeah that's the worst that's gonna happen and that's really not that bad so 100% I think everyone always sometimes in their head pitches the worst to be so much worse than it actually is ever gonna Mm -hmm. be and when you really (laughs) dig deep to the bottom of like what you're so worried about usually it's something that's like like you say you're like I'll get another job you know I'll pivot I'll do something else like it life goes on for sure I mean your head's not gonna fall off you're gonna be fine (laughs) yeah 100% I think as well like unless it's really life or death like you know if it's something you're super passionate about and it's something you really want to do then we'll you know really go through them questions what is the worst that can happen and like you say you wish you'd done it years ago and I know I felt the same as well since I've started up my business actually I started in February as well which is really interesting which I was going to mention when I know it's so weird because I literally I think I left uh probably a week before Covid really really kind of become a thing yeah and you know when you think I was already at the end of my notice period so I was like well can't really go back now because I've kind of like said I'm leaving (laughs) so I was like I'm just gonna have to do it but um yeah it's funny actually that was a similar time scale anyway sorry I tangent there slightly cool (laughs) um so the last question of the interview what does being a female entrepreneur mean to you uh I think in like now Mm. it's just so cool that we can do this it's like girl power yeah and I think now more than ever 
I'm glad that I'm a woman now because mm-hmm. I feel like we've got this real sense of power yeah we've got this real like fire in us that we're like no we're doing this we're taking over the world like yes it's really nice and I think social media has given us the opportunity to connect together Mm. as women and to help each other and to big each other up and so many of the amazing businesses on Instagram are by women yes so it's like we're getting inspired we're getting everything we need like we've got that community so it's just really nice as well for me to be able to show people because I'm just like normal yeah. <laughs> like, yeah six months ago I had a regular job but it's yeah. like you can do this like there's nothing stopping you and I think the more people do it the more confidence women will have to be like okay I don't have to do what society tells me to do I can make my own rules make my own business live my own life which is really nice and really cool yeah oh I couldn't agree more so she gave me goosebumps I'm like yes Christy go on yes yes, so behind that I could not agree anymore if I tried that is literally exactly what I'm always saying in a nutshell Mm -hmm. that is amazing and I think I really really hope as well the point of this podcast as I keep saying as well is just to really inspire other female entrepreneurs or wannabe entrepreneurs and hopefully everyone can listen to this and think okay if Christy and Chloe can do it so can I and you know that's that's what I really want to hopefully get with this podcast. Well, thank you so, so much, Christy, for oh, taking the time you. out of your very hectic schedule. I'm glad you fit me into the calendar. I'm very, very, very grateful. Oh, thank you for having me. I feel no really worries. honoured. So cool. Oh, it's been amazing. Well, also as well, obviously I'll pop all your social media handles and obviously the course link into the show notes um, if it's live by the time the episode goes live. But thank just you. in case anyone's sort of typing in. So for your blog, we've got at style.rabbit um, yeah. and then we've got rabbit.social for your mm-hmm. amazing social media management tips and then we've got at Christosi vintage to see all the gorgeous vintage pieces that you've got yeah. going at the moment hopefully when this goes live there'll be hundreds more as well yes that. oh i know i'll <laughs> definitely be having a look on that <laughs> oh it's been amazing thank you so much christy oh, thank you thank you <laughs> I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I hope you are feeling inspired, motivated and empowered to achieve your own entrepreneurial goals. For more inspiration, join me next Tuesday when I will be interviewing another successful female entrepreneur who will be candidly sharing the wisdom and insights from their experience to help inspire you to make your entrepreneurial dreams a reality. For more ways to connect to the Pose Radio community, visit posedigital.com or follow Pose Digital over on Instagram. Until next week, thank you so much for listening.